apocalypse, Mr. Mannheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Because you don't want to... You can always go that way, but you can't go the other way. Wouldn't you be worried that you'd get, like, carried away with it? Hi, this is Darkseid's couch. I'm Shay. This is James. This is Mike. And welcome back. Uh, We're trying to establish if, if... James had one arm that was like Popeye's style big and one tiny arm. God willing, one day I will. True. Uh, Not, you know, like he jacked off and got that big or something. But would you use the big arm or would you be worried that it's just going to go way too intense and like. As your jack off arm, I'd I'd start with the weak arm and work my way up. I mean, that's a sensible solution. You'd have to tailor all your button up shirts for one arm. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to suck. That's going to get real expensive. I'd probably yeah. buy I'd probably buy two shirts, one small, one large, and then stitch them together at the halfway point. You're still spending all your money on tailors. It's a lot yeah. of money. It's a lot of money spent on clothing. It's true. I'm not you might as well just get two giant arms and then that way have them tailor both. Or yeah, and just rip my dick right off. Get a regular shirt and always have one sleeve removed. Ooh. That's a good look too. That's probably gonna come into style soon. Yeah, and a mullet. Yeah. With the shape of the state you're from shaved in the side. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. People should have more information readily available about themselves that way. You should be able to just tell. So this week, we're we're reading a detective comic. Sort of. Or so we thought. Didn't we want? Were we supposed to do this a super long time ago with some noir book, and now it's it's yeah. It's, and then we finally yeah. did it. I actually thought that I was we reading. Sh- I was like, God damn, Mike found the book that I was going finally. For. Yeah, uh, two years later. <laughs> two years later. Uh, yeah. So we're reading Kazar the Detective. Not uh, technically. Technically, it's still Kazar the Savage, which threw me for a loop. I don't know if Mike already knew this. Well, I know for a fact that it, I know that's Kazar. K- is it, it Kazar? I don't fucking know. Uh-huh. I mean, in fairness, come on. <laughs> In fairness, that's a tough one. I mean, it does um, say Marvel Comics Group, so clearly I would know. Because you also mentioned the Savage Lands with regards to him before. And I was like, huh, I don't know what this has to do with Savage Lands. It turns out that he is Kazar the, Kazar the Savage from the Savage Lands from uh, of X-Men fame. Yep. Yeah, I had no I, idea about this. I thought this was literally a book about a caveman detective. I thought this was unfrozen caveman lawyer meets hard-boiled detective. I thought like he uh, got evicted from the Savage Land. Yes. And he moved to Chicago and got a, a freelancing job. I thought nothing. I I really got thrown for a loop on this. This isn't what I thought it was. Um, this is Kazar the detective or Savage, if you will. I really want to call him uh, Kazar, like Kazam. I mean, you can. You know. Yeah, like I mean, the, nobody's like stopping ge- you. The genie movie. You can just call him Kazam the entire time. Kazam. Yeah, sure. He's Kazam. Done. Yeah. Done. Rubber stamped. I did it. You can say anything you want. Who gives a shit? Uh, issue 17 from 1982. It's a book called Tag, You're It, written by Bruce Jones, art by Ron Friends and Steve Mitchell. Um, I will, before we get into that, I will circle back around to our great Dookie Rope uh, debacle. Um, I can't seem to find anything that says it's racist, nor can I figure out where the term even comes from. What are you talking about? Wow. Went right <laughs> past everybody. All right. I'll try that again. No, I got so, it. I got it. The, the chains that Mr. T wore. Yes, the chains oh, that Mr. Yeah, T, T the wore. the poop rope. I wanted to, I always try to, I always try to follow these things up and then I forget to uh, explain the fact that maybe nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. 
Um, yeah, Dookie Ropes, the name for the big gold chains that a lot of rapper types would wear uh, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I cannot find anyone who thinks it's racist, but I also can't find anyone who knows where the term came from. So I'm going to assume it's not racist, it's not offensive, and it's not about poop. I, I thought that wasn't the argument that it, whether or not it was racist. I thought Shay just didn't like it because it was, it was a gross way to, to put it. Well, yeah, no, that was it. Yeah, that, maybe you, you. I mean, maybe I accused you of it being racist just because I was ignorant. To you were the, concerned. You were concerned it could be racist. Uh, maybe I'm I mean, gun shy about it. That could be. Well, yeah, I was about to say. To be fair, we keep accidentally stumbling into racism. You know, I think it's just that there is a surprising amount of racism in the comic book industry historically. There's almost a surprisingly amount of racism in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? Is that great? When, when non-white people always get so mad when white people say, I didn't know there was so much racism. Mm-hmm. Like, like they hadn't been telling us that since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Man, I am so surprised. How do you put up with this? Well, I went to a private school. Yes. The, the non-white people I saw from my private school looked like they were having a great time. <laughs> I don't know what they were upset about. Um, Kazar was created by Stan Lee. <clears throat> And Jack for, for Kirby. Re- and, for real or for a joke? Yeah. Created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby in 1965. So, you know, read into that what you want. Stan Lee actually claims he never read any of the Kazar books, or at least the early Kazar books. So how involved he was, you know, yeah. we'll see. He's like, um, put, you should, is you he know, like he, Commandy? Yeah. Yeah. But Commandy's I mean, like, in the future. He's the he's, last boy. He's just Savage Land Tarzan, really. I mean, to say that <laughs> created by Stan Lee is like, oh, you mean he read an Edgar Rice Burroughs book? Right. Like, threw him in X-Men. Yeah, there was a whole, like, cottage industry of Tarzan knockoffs. Most of them started with, like, K and Ka names for some reason. I don't know what that was about. Uh, because it was because they, they only had so many letters, and they had to reuse them. Well, yeah, I, but, I mean, there's, I would say, upwards of 25 other letters they could have chosen to start names no, with. No, I mean, Not like, at that time. They had, a, they had a, they used them all up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were all out. It was during the letters. war, and they had to do a, uh... Oh, you got a ration. Oh, what's that this. called? Thank you. Yeah, a ration. Which, which war was that? They didn't save up enough green stamps to get yes. to get more letters besides K, A, and Z. Moving on. Uh, so he lives in the dinosaur savage land, the dinosaur populated savage land, which I guess was hidden beneath Antarctica by extraterrestrials. That's a copy and paste. I don't have any first-hand knowledge of that. Uh, that's basically it. Okay. All right. Well, I feel yep. good about that. Yep. That's all you need to know. Uh, here we go, I guess. We open up, and he's uh, we're, we're seeing this dude. What was this guy's name? Scott Mendelson? Uh, yeah, he's Lonigan? a uh, red trench coat wearing Chicago detective with his uh, black dog, and they go and they investigate, I assume. The second dog named Rex that we've uh, had. We had Rex yeah, the Wonder that, Dog. Yeah, that dog was also uh, quite the sleuth. Mm-hmm, but he was on the, he was a he was a good boy. This guy, uh, he's, he's a little vicious when he has yeah, to. Yeah, he, he led the kids to knowledge. But of he's the... still a good boy. Yeah. He's a bad boy. No, he's, he's a good boy. A, uh, he's a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Moving on. So yeah, uh, so you're not allowed dude, around pets. So, so this dude, Scott Scott Brannigan, yeah. Zap Brannigan, Zap Brannigan. So Zap sure. Brannigan is a hard-boiled Chicago detective, and he's uh, he's trailing this other guy in a trench coat because he wants to exchange fashion tips. Yep. And uh, they go into an alley, and the other guy disappears, but not really because he uh, he pulls a gun on Scott Mendelson, and uh, then we find out that it's just a shitty uh, comic book that Kazar has been reading in the jungle. Right, and uh, how is Kazar shaving? How is he doing anything? Like, so- he's Shaving his chest. 
He's waxed down. Well, maybe he's just naturally hairless. Him and his wife probably have a lot of tapeworms. What is her name now? Her name is like Shauna, Shauna? the She-Devil? Shauna yeah, the She-Devil? Sh Shauna the She-Devil. She's not so like, Kazar is uh, Kevin Plunder and uh, mm -hmm. his dad was like an adventurer and him and his dad uh, got shipwrecked in the, the Savage Land and uh, Kazar grew up there and he was raised by a saber-toothed cat. Weird, right? And uh, Shauna, I think she was some kind of uh, zoologist or something. And she was on an expedition to the Savage Land and something happened. So now she lives there with, with Kazar mm. and neither of them know how to wear clothes properly. Apparently, yeah. they really go out of their way to spell this out for you so clearly. Because I think they know nobody has read the book before this because Kazar goes out of his way to like cut and paste from the back of the book copy about where they are. Yeah, there's a lot of backstory. They were in Africa instead of the volcanically heated jungle paradise smack in the middle of Antarctica. The Savage Lands animals are varied, I admit. That's an old Marvel thing. Like every old Marvel <laughs> book is like this. They they really explain what everything is mm -hmm. all the time. It's a Chris Claremont method. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. And then eventually they just started putting it all in like the front cover. Like there would be a last issue. Okay. Great for people like me with poor memories and poor reading skills. Well, when you're a comic, <laughs> when you're a comic book company that puts out like 150 issues a month, like you're going to need to catch people up because most people are coming in and out of these books. They're not following it religiously and they're certainly not following all of this shit. Oh, yeah, they were. Well, yeah, in the 80s, they had Marvel zombies who literally, they, they got called that because they literally bought every Marvel book because they had Wanna to have Because they, they were fucking good. That's why. It was the golden age for Marvel. It was one of the better ages. Uh, better go read your Flash them. books, James. <laughs> Real men like Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. And Secret <laughs> Wars. The, 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 the crossover they created specifically as a toy tie-in, I believe. Yeah, well, there Secret were a lot Wars. of you. Know, it wasn't a good title either because there was a lot of people involved. Yeah, it was the, very hard to keep that secret. They kept 9-11 better. Which one was Secret Wars? Is that the, the scrolls? Uh, no, no, that was Secret Invasion. Uh, secret Invasion. Oh. That was pretty modern. No, Secret Wars was uh, it, it was it was their crisis equivalent, and it was the first time they had like brought everybody together. But it was just they just brought them all to like a war world to battle for no real reason. Literally, God decided, uh, it, and it was God. God decided that it'd be cool if all the Earth costumed people, for whatever mm -hmm. reason. It'd be cool if he threw them on a planet and made them fight each other. Yep. Because he's a Roman dictator? That was it. It's like the an old, old episode of Star Trek. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I think the only thing that ever came out of it that was significant was that's where uh, Peter Parker found his black suit. Yep. Other than that, I don't know that it really but, lasted. But it wasn't uh, it wasn't alive yet. No, it's just like a black orb or it something. Was, what, or, it was yeah. it was just a yeah, just a space outfit that he wore for many years. Like this will work. Why not? <laughs> that was my um, Spider-Man growing up. Like when I first started reading Spider-Man comics in the eighties, that's just how he looked. And then he wore the red and blue costume. And we're like, what the hell is this shit? Like I, I knew what it was because like I had on a on a on a blank VHS tape, the old sixties like cartoon you know with all oh, with the jazz yeah. oh. the jazz music you i know? mean i know it for the wrong reasons now but yeah i know it yeah i had those on uh, a vhs tape so i knew what spider-man looked like it's just in the That's comics with the black outfit well speaking of wearing outfits so kazar's look he's got sort of like he-man's hair and he's got a loincloth and he's got gauntlets um pretty yep. much your, your standard knockoff tarzan but he and shauna the she-devil are like modern at the same time like they get mail yeah they get mail from um, from an airplane who uh, shows up every once in a while. So the Savage Land, I guess everybody knows where it is. Savage Land, uh, yeah, it's it's a it has yeah. a registered postal code. And they're not trying to escape, despite the fact that 
there are dinosaurs there. Well, I was assuming that they came and went as they pleased, but they just generally lived here. But they like vacationed in like Newark. Yeah, I guess they're just cool with it. Yeah, that's the way I figured it was. I mean, they seem um, perfectly fine. They're yeah. getting by. Like, I mean, this is a couple that's making it work. They don't have jobs, dude. Like, who's who's really suffering here? Their job is eating berries. They don't got to worry about COVID-19. And and taking care of, what's the, uh, so he's they've got Zabu? Is it Zabu? Yeah, yeah. Zabu, the saber-toothed cat, who, who is technically Kazar's dad. Yeah, this is some <laughs> uh, fucking Jungle Book shit. Like, how yeah. is the cat still alive? Like, if he raised Kazar as a boy, that cat would be... Well, be he's a, he's technically a Smilodin? Smilodin? I'm not sure how you pronounce the word. I don't know. I don't um, know. Well, he, let's see. Let's We're see. We're hitting the limits of my knowledge, because, like, as much as I know about this... This is a deep cut. ...really comes from, like, X-Men the Animated Series. <laughs> you still know way more than me. A Smilodin, Smilodin is also a saber, same name as a saber-toothed tiger, basically. Basically the same thing. Lives to 20 to 40 years. Oh, all right. So oh, he damn. can still be, yeah, still be, be kicking. Same guy. Yeah, because he doesn't look maybe more than like 20-something, so. They're trying yeah. to clone them them back into existence as well. Oh, yeah? How's that going? Men? No, because uh, they're, they're trying <laughs> they to get the, back. They're trying to uh, keep the permafrost from melting in Siberia, so Korean and Russian scientists are collaborating to uh, bring the woolly mammoth back from extinction to stamp down plant matter to to keep it from uh, uh, thawing. Because there's like a bunch of methane underneath the ice. So they don't want that to be released into the atmosphere in the permafrost melts. So they're thinking like, well, what caused that permafrost to even exist? And it was because woolly mammoths stripped all the trees and stamped down all the plant matter. And so there was, there was nothing retaining the heat in during summers. So it just became a frozen wasteland. But they don't want the woolly mammoths to get out of control. So they're like, well, what do we do to keep the woolly mammoths from breeding out of control? Well, we should probably clone back the saber-toothed cats, too. I saw the Simpsons. I'm just saying what they're planning on doing. It's not like... So, like, like I, it's confusing to me, but at the same time, really fucking cool that the solution to helping climate change might be woolly mammoths. Well, it's not... They, yeah. just, don't, they just don't want to stop uh, uh, refining nickel in Siberia, <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. That's different. They're just doing everything they can to avoid stop to stop burning fossil fuels. You bring back the saber-toothed tiger, you give him a job, and then he looks at the camera and goes, it's a living... Well, clearly all the saber-toothed <laughs> tigers in real life are going to get jobs as nannies. Yes, yes. They're very responsible, very paternal, as we'll see in the in the backup story, especially. Um, Lincoln Park is just going to be crawling with saber-toothed tiger nannies. Shame about that guy. <laughs> you know, when what? I heard that story that he killed himself, I was like, damn, that guy was really sad. <laughs> um, so anyway... Uh, Shauna is sick of Kazar's shit because he's obsessed with his stupid, shitty detective comic book, and he wants to live like Zap Brannigan. Uh, she's kind of sick of him. She's kind of just teasingly giving him shit because if you look at the, the the top left panel where we're looking at right now, the way she's looking at him, like, and the way then right below that, how uh -huh. he looks at her, all they think about is how they like have great sex. Yeah, they, they look like do. they fucking. He's a, he's a bad boy that she can never tame, but stays mm -hmm. with her. So I get the feeling she just wants to live in Seattle and be done with this shit. She wants to live underneath Kazar. That's where she wants to live. Yeah. Uh, who wouldn't? No, so, this is this is classic Sam and Diane. And Diane doesn't want Frazier. She wants Sam. Right. You always want the bad boy, but then once you tame the bad boy, you divorce him. Right. Well, also, Frazier has a receding hairline and a hardcore right-wing ideology. So. Did he? In the show? Uh, you know what? I don't think they ever said it in the show, but in, in real life, Kelsey Grammer is a, a right-leaning guy. I don't he know also, about nowadays. He uh, also loves cocaine and race cars. And strippers. 
It's yeah. Strippers. He looks at the kind of guy whose eyes have not been not bugging out of his head in like 30 years. And his brother looked like uh, the sidekick from Hellboy. That's because oh, yeah. he played him. Uh, oh, did he? Was that it? Literally him, David Hyde Pierce? The the fish dude? Yeah. Abe, Abe, yeah, Sapien. Abe Sapien? Yeah, he oh. did the voice for him. Oh wow. Oh yeah. he did the voice for him. Well. And the first one, the second one, I think it's I think it's actually Doug Jones doing the voice. Oh good um, guess. But good yeah. stuff. So nice work, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I already knew that. I probably already knew it and it was just in the back of my mind. So uh, Shauna tells Kazar, you have to cool with this shit and uh, eat this gruel that I made. This she mushroom says, gruel. Cool that shit, eat this ass. <laughs> it gets very explicit after that. Uh, but so, it's yeah, a comic they... book about two naked people. <laughs> like, I mean, what the fuck? Like, no, this gonna... isn't that fucking like love is comic. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make <laughs> fuck jokes this whole time. I can't. I, like, it'd be dumb if I did. Wasted opportunities. It's true. I gotta I gotta support that. But it is a key thing that they did. They did ingest some things, whatever you want to say it is. Oh, and the, and and uh, uh, Nabu didn't want any. Yeah, Nabu doesn't fuck with that. He knows the jungle. No. He's just like, yeah, shouldn't they? They live. No, <laughs> no. Kazar was raised there. Y- well, you know, I, I well, don't. Well, she man. made the food, so he doesn't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, he just trusts her. It's so weird. She keeps calling him Kevin. He just does not look <laughs> like a fucking Kevin. <laughs> no. This is no Kevin. Like who uh, call who calls him Kazar? Then there are no other fucking humans in this uh, comic. So oh, yeah. uh, the people. So there are other people in the Savage Land, but they're like jungle savages, and that's where he got his name. Uh, so he couldn't. Yeah, they okay. couldn't say Kevin. Like what is? Well, they didn't know his name. They 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 named him because he was the guy who lived with the the tiger. He wasn't part of any of their tribes. Yeah. So then they see a plane crashing. And uh, Kazar is concerned because his stupid comic books are on there. Right, not that uh, the guy's about to die. Nope, not concerned nope. at all. And uh, she's they like, say, "Oh uh, no, my electric bill!" And uh, she decides to spring into action. And Kazar says, "Hang on a second, I have to find the pose that most shows off my back muscles." And uh, Nabu says, "Rumpf." He does say rump. Nabu you know, is all the those king. times when cats scream and go rump. <laughs> yes. Well, also, I think, his, I think his name is Zabu, and we keep calling him Zabu. Nabu. I was like, Nabu is the name of uh, the, the, the Dr. Fate helmet. Oh, I thought that was also, oh, yeah, the helmet of, yeah. Helmet of Nabu, yeah. You're thinking of yeah. Nibiru. Nibiru, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the hidden planet with all the Anunnaki and such. Uh, so they, they find the plane crash, and they pull out the pilot, and uh, Kevin says, hey, look, he's got a gun. I'll just keep this. He's like, it's just like in my magazine that I'm obsessing over. And she's like, you're like a fucking child. And then we see a little of Shanna's ass that they got in frame for no reason. Yeah, we do. But hey, because it's awesome. Do. Yeah, she's good. She's doing I mean, well. I mean, you can see like Kazar's naked physique the entire time. You didn't mention that. What? Because he's covering his ass. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why we have to do all this editing. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why Shanna bothers covering up uh, her breasts. Like, I understand covering your groin because things could fly in there or whatever, but, you know, who, who cares? To keep with him the perky, top? bro. She's got to stay looking good for Kazar. You think there's Maybe she's got that? superfluous nipples. Yeah, of God. course. What a great woman. She probably thinks it just looks good. Shauna the She-Devil sounds like a groupie for an 80s band. Sounds like an 80s band. <laughs> also, if, you, if you've grown up wearing clothes... Just suddenly having your tits out all the time probably, for a lot of people, isn't as natural feeling as you'd think. Maybe she's just trying to keep the mystery. You don't think that most women would want to be able to just be free like that? Well, I mean, there's a there's a difference between, like, not wearing a bra and, like, just having your titties out. I mean, okay. she basically does. 
I mean, they're, they're lifted and separated very because, well. Because, like, I will walk around all day, every day, if I, like, without a bra and if I have an excuse. The only time I put a bra on, especially post-pandemic, is if I absolutely have to. Same here, actually. That's my same approach to the bra wearing as well. Yeah. Okay. But point being, I still wear shirts. She's mm-hmm. wearing something. Yeah, yeah she's, she's got, like, a swimsuit on. Um, so Kazar is really into this fucking gun. He's just like, yeah, look so at it. We get a couple panels of him standing in nothing but a loincloth with his with his fucking Hulk Hogan hair holding a gun. Right, I just want to edit. Yeah. I just want to edit Trump's face on that. <laughs> I, I, you could probably find that picture. Put it on the back yeah. of a bus. Yeah, just that's, erase that's... the rest of this guy's hair. Biden you, is fucked. Did anybody ever find out why? Like how? Don't say that. Who paid to get? autoplay ads on the youtube homepage for like trump ads like how do you even do that well it's targeted campaign pays yeah but who yeah yeah, but they paid youtube yeah yeah the same way they pay facebook well youtube is owned by google so they probably they just pay google for ad placement that's gotta be an unbelievable amount of money the homepage of youtube with an autoplay ad yep that's yeah. like that's got to be a trillion dollars. It's pretty yep. fucking crazy. Did I you mean, see the new one where Trump accuses him of being a cocaine addict? It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, I, uh, um, so so that is not too far from the truth. Joe Biden uh, definitely took some amphetamines during some of the early debates because he's like grinding his teeth with <laughs> like grilling them. <laughs> I'm, I'm really apparently I didn't watch Biden's uh, nomination speech, but apparently it was good. And my the main thing I like about that is it's going to force Trump to come up with more and more insane things to throw at Biden. And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that. I stopped worrying about it. I checked out surprisingly. I want to see Kamala debate. Okay. so anyway, uh, she's wearing leg warmers. I just realized Shauna is wearing leg warmers. Yeah, she's wearing essentially a skimpy ass unisuit swimsuit and then Two leg warmers. No no shoes. Some jewelry. Apparently that's necessary. That's where she stopped shaving her legs. I really hope and, there's no mosquitoes in the Savage Land. Seriously. Uh, and I just, like, I want to point out here that they're not even subtle about the gun thing. Kevin is obsessed with the gun and then straight out says in a panel, quote, This is like my penis. As soon as I, as soon as you elucidate on the phallic symbolism of the pistol and its role with regards to insecure male psyche in a modern environment like he is aware of the fact that that is just he is dick yeah dude it's like my dick and he's staring at god god this is just like my dick well no because he's upset with it he's like oh this isn't the same one that zap brannigan uses it's not his dick i mean he's walking testosterone he doesn't need to worry about his masculinity at all it's got the same weight and that blue hue that my dick normally has it's great (laughs) love it right right when it falls off into the toilet it's like Things work very, very differently in the sabotage. That's actually a scene in some vampire show where some guy starts turning into a vampire. And so his body starts rotting apart and his dick falls in the toilet and he just looks at it sadly and flushes it. (laughs) There are a lot of vampire problems. What show is that? Fuck. I mean, the only thing I can think of is is that what we do in the shadows? It was no, no, no. It wasn't necessarily. It wasn't a comedy. Uh, It was on TV for a long time. (laughs) It wasn't Uh, a comedy. No, it wasn't. (laughs) The vampire whose dick fell off in the toilet. It's like all the vampires were made of worms. Fuck. What was that called? Lost Boys? Uh, I can't remember. The Strain. The Strain. That was the name of the show. 
Oh no, I don't know what that. It was pretty cool. I mean, if you want to watch a show where a guy, a rock star, turns into a vampire and his dick falls off. I mean, maybe that's the Cliff's notes. Did you uh, see that guy growing the dick off of his arm though? No, I didn't. But I'm gonna. That's in real life. That's not a comic. That's a real life thing. That's what they do. That's how they like regrow ears and stuff. They yeah, grow it on well, another part of your body. It's because his dick fell off. Yeah, that happens. Usually because of cancer. Some sort of blood disease, I think. Yeah, you can get a blood clot in there and your dick will fall off. Yeah. Well, technically, Yikes. all our dicks are growing off our arms. They're just going through the torso first. Oh, yeah, true. Hmm. Now my connected. dick. No, you want to share? It's not? No. No, my dick is where it's supposed to be. On a mantle. Yeah, where is yep. Yeah, we're <laughs> sitting in the fridge. Um, <laughs> get, ni- get nice and cool for the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I dress it up for the holidays, and I'm already excited about Halloween. It's got a slot in it to put ice cubes in. Ooh. Keep it nice and cool. It's a hot I, day. If I put a handle in it, it's like one of those ice machines where you grind it up and then you put the syrup. Yep. It's full of syrup, too. I, I, saw those, I saw those. Have you ever wanted to believe in something, even though you knew it couldn't be true? <laughs> like Mr. T's still hanging around. It's yeah, true. Sorry. If I could find an icy dildo... Yeah. Not I see like so burr, but like I see E E. You believe in me now, James. I'm gonna make <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, I always the, believe like, in I, you. Gonna make it the icy dildo. I Do always it, believe in everyone will, in the show. I will buy one. Really? Really? Is that a good idea? I, I don't no, know if like uh, no dicks would well, some women would want to, have... to masturbate with. I mean that that's something that probably with some women are into, but you need to make sure that shit is unlocked if you're involving sugar at all, because sugar and vaginas do not mix. Yeah, it's gonna need some FDA approval. Huh. I don't, know, I don't know, Shay. Like, you want to go like fifty-fifty on this? Like, and like we can we can t- we can talk about it and like figure yeah, sure. out what would be a, a good product. Like <laughs> something like women would actually want. It doesn't exist. We should probably do it. I don't know. I'll 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 try to pull some of my friends and ask them what they think about a cold dick. Yeah, do they want a <laughs> they want a cold dick? All the necrophiliacs will be happy. Yeah, exactly. And just just that question though. I don't want any context. I want any background. Mm-hmm. I just want that question asked to women, preferably women you don't know well, like a popsicle. Huh. Without the sugar, because as we know now, they don't mix with vaginas. I guarantee you that women have put condoms on popsicles and masturbated with them. Uh, Shay, has that ever happened? Oh yeah, that's totally happened. That's okay, absolutely. Cool. Ha- somebody's done that. Good yeah. to know. So, you can uh, pretty much figure out that somebody's put some like pretty much anything in a vagina at some point. I imagine. I'm imagining this thing like it's like a rubber dildo, right? But it's like pretty uh-huh. much hollow on the inside and mm-hmm. you fill it with water from the tap and then you put it in the freezer. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that you, works. It's, there needs to be some method of like, temperature control because if it's too cold, you're going right, to frostburn. Right. You don't want to get any of that water on the outside of it because then it's going to like, you know, stick to the inside of you. It's going to be painful. Yeah, like, licking a cold uh, metal pole. Uh-huh. We don't want any Christmas story accidents yeah. happening. It's going to be no. triple shielded. They're going to abandon you like in the movie. Yes. But the bell rang. (laughs) So uh, there's this gazelle. Uh, Uh, Not really, though. I think it's like an imaginary gazelle. Well, it it was. She calls it something else. uh, No, that's its name. Quee. No, she calls it something else later. Does she? Yeah. Well, earlier I assumed it was a gazelle because earlier she was she was reading about a gazelle while oh, he was reading right. about Zach and then, Brannigan. And then they have that oh. uh, particular soup that may or may not be resulting See? in uh, yeah. strange hallucinations. I I follow along. Spoiler I can read alert! A fucking comic book. I don't need to get berated every time for my reading comprehension skills. Mm-hmm. It's like this antelope is a uh, gazelle is trying to enjoy some water, but a bullet zips by its head and it runs off. And then yep. uh, the shooter is uh, our. Pulp novel character Scott uh, Trenchcoat. 
uh, yeah, Ginger Trenchcoat. Uh, so he has. Uh, that was my stripper name when I would uh, show up for old ladies' birthday parties. Ginger Trenchcoat. I got abs. They're not. They're not missing out. It's a volume business. Just a little like, white. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, Ginger <laughs> Trenchcoat, uh, he disarms the dude that, that uh, he confronted in the alley, and then I guess Rex ate him? Rex the yeah. dog? Rex so, looks like yeah. Anubis, uh, the Egyptian god of death. Yeah, Rex has no time for any of this shit. Rex is an absolute monster. Man, I have an ocean of knowledge of ancient religions now that I think about it. None of that will help me get work. What's the one true one? Christ, bro. Obviously. Yeah, it was a test. That was a test. It's the, it's the newest and best one. Yeah. It's not the newest. <laughs> they got it right, folks. They sure, got that one right. Sure, it bears an uncanny resemblance to a half dozen other previous religions, but especially, it's probably still right. Especially the ancient Egyptian religion. Like, it's pretty damn similar. <laughs> Um, so then Scott Brannigan, uh, he goes back to the woman. There's always got to be a woman in these noir comics, and she's always a, a bad dame. lady. She's a yeah, dame. Uh, so she hired him to uh, find this guy, but really it was a trap to get him killed. Well, we didn't say this who this guy was. We didn't explain what he's actually doing. We don't really know. Yeah, it's not he's over- looking. F- yeah, he's. She was. She hired him to find the killer of her uncle. Right, but really, but then, it was her, or she hired yeah. that guy to do it and then killed now him. She's realizing. Yeah. But he's just like, hey, I'm a cop. Right. And this is all within the comic book that Kazar read. So it's like a Midsummer Night's Dream. It's well, like sort, well, it's sort of. It's not anymore. Now it's like something else. And that's why it doesn't make any sense. Right. It gets yeah. really insane. So basically this dame uh, killed her uncle and then uh, hired. Her what? A, killed her, her what? Killed her uncle? Killed her, her what? Say it one more time. Uncle? <laughs> you, keep, you keep pronouncing it weird, dude. You keep, saying, you keep saying like uncle. 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 <laughs> James, do you not have uncles? Do you not have any? I am an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Jay, you hear this too, right? I do. What's you're pronouncing so, it like What's so O-N. funny about how I say uncle? What the hell is wrong with you <laughs> no, people? No, now you're trying to do it. Like before, yeah. like when you were just normally doing it, you were still saying it weird. All right. Maybe you got a weird accent. That's how they say it in Michigan. I have a great accent. Nice TV weatherman up until you say uncle. In Michigan, you can hold your hand up, show people where you come from. It's great. Yeah, I bet when you were in school and they twisted your arm behind your back and you had to cry yeah. uncle, they wouldn't just burst out laughing. And you were like, wondering what's going no, on. No, they just they just threw combination locks at my skull. That's real. That's true. That's that's what I dealt with in elementary school in Detroit. You know what? That wasn't that that wasn't just a Detroit thing. I think we did that too. Yeah. To the yeah point where they true. took away our combination locks. Yeah, they did ban locks on lockers, but then people, because uh, everyone in the school hated me, so then they went into my locker and stole things out of my locker, and so my mom said, well, we're putting a fucking lock on your locker and fuck them, and so they would have to like make special announcements over the PA saying, a reminder, you can't have locks on your locker, and I was the one kid in the entire fucking school that had one. They had to like do this weird passive-aggressive thing against like nine-year-old me, because I was the one asshole who refused to get rid of his lock. God, what a tragic tale. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. It was hilarious. It was fun. It was a good times. So I have nightmares about it. Yeah. No, I have. I, that, I call them. I call them great mares. They're no. they're They wake me up and I just feel so great about it. Three you know, I, uh, I've, been smoking, I've been smoking weed for so long that uh, it tends to suppress your dreams. And for the last few months, I've been clean and sober. So now my brain is like remapping itself to have dreams again. So they're back with like uh, a vengeance. So oh, like sweet. Um, to the point where they're so strange that I don't get a restful night's sleep anymore. They wake up every two hours going like, oh, what the fuck was that? That sounds fun. <laughs> like I had a dream the other night that uh, I was a female news reporter with a news crew trying to find this uh, film crew that was filming a pirate movie. And uh, when we found them out at sea, they 
they thought they were actually pirates because they caught a disease that made them forget what was happening every 10 minutes. But while we were on the ship, we also caught the disease and forgot who we were. And we also thought we were pirates from the pirate ship. So we just became part of the crew. And then I woke up three times from that dream. And every time I went back to sleep, the dream continued. Why read comic books? That's, that's way better. I yeah. told that story to my friend Hannah, and she said it was an allegory for uh, America and COVID-19. Well, I mean, you know, everybody's got disease on the brain right now. Everybody's got virus on the brain. But I mean, like, it's 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 because of it, it made us forget who we are. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, she's very insightful. So, uh, moving on from here. Uh, so then <laughs> this lady uh, decides to... So, so th- again, the plot is that she killed her father's brother and uh, then tried what to... Be, what would that be called, James? A loved one that you see about three <laughs> times a year. What do you want from me? Um, so she killed him, and uh, she's trying to set up Zap Brannigan to take the fall for it. And that's why she sent this other dude at him, because she knew that Scott Brannigan would kill the other dude. I guess, or he would All kill right, sure. her, or, 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 or whatever. But uh, the best part of the book is, like, uh, everyone with guns keeps getting knocked over with furniture. This yes. happens a lot in the book. And uh, so she well, runs out the window and she uh, slams the window shut on the dog's paws, which is my favorite part of the story because in my brain, the dog went like, yipe! You would think <laughs> it would be a big plot point and it's never brought up again. Nope. It looks like a big deal. Well, it's not real, as we find well, out later. Well, still, you wasted a panel on this shot of the dog's paws being smashed. You usually yipe. bring that back to something. Um, and so then this cross cuts with the gazelle being hunted. So then the gazelle... Uh, in the middle of uh, running for cover, finds a root and eats this root and uh, turns into Shauna. And we find out that it was never a gazelle at all. It was Shauna thinking she was a gazelle. It's like the opposite of how ayahuasca work. Usually you've got to mix it with a root in order for the psychedelic effects to, to work at all. You learn your chemistry, kids. Of, Don't go uh, fucking around. Don't go fucking around with roots. What is it called? MAO inhibitors? Yeah, like you have MAO yeah. inhibitors in your stomach. So if you try to ingest uh, DMT, which is the chemical that uh, ayahuasca utilizes, because DMT is in everything. So when you eat it, your stomach just breaks it down normally. and You never affect, You never feel it. So when you take an MAO inhibitor, now you can feel the effects. But in here, eating the root uh, does the opposite and uh, yep. counteracts the effect of the mushrooms that she had no idea what they were. They could have been poison mushrooms that she put in that rabbit stew. Yeah, she put something crazy in there. So so uh, Kazar still thinks he's Zap Brannigan, and uh, he shows up to Shauna wielding his crazy penis gun. Yeah, he had to uh, stop chasing her for a bit to get his chest waxed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. You don't want to look like a chump. Uh, and so he <laughs> like, shoots where, her. Where yeah. is he waxing his chest, man? Like, where is this happening? He's got to have uh, something. He's, he knows a guy. Is he, he like a guy to- in the jungle? Just naturally hairless. He's got no beard. I mean, it that really was my initial like speculation. It. Maybe in the Savage Land, uh, it causes all your. It causes you to be just gorgeous all the time. Man, maybe Savage Land. Or maybe when they get mail, they get you know like Harry's razors delivered. Oh yeah, he gets Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. Still waiting for know. us to get sponsored by them, like all podcasts. Yeah. The mail has not been paused in the Savage Lands. They're hey still guys, getting reliable guys, US, UPS service. It's timely. US- yeah, it's timely. The mail's all fucked here too. Yep. They're actually shooting down their uh, USPS yeah. delivery. We're people. trying to kill our mailmen too. Yeah. <laughs> and they all carry guns now, <laughs> just in case some shit goes down. I mean, I'm going to enjoy the Mad Max world that we're, yes. we're slowly going into. Got about two days. I feel I'm I'm readily prepared. I got a book yeah. on on auto mechanic repair. Sure. Yeah, you'll be fine. Go. 
It'll be fine. You could really bash someone's brains in with that book on auto repair. It's really going <laughs> to yeah. keep you going. Um, so Shauna figures it out that uh, her, her weird mushroom stew uh, freaked them both out and made them think that they were in the things they were reading. Uh, but the root that she ate knocked her out of her hallucinogenic state for some reason. But yes. Kazar is still in there. So she's got to find a way to get Kazar to eat this root. She was a springbok. It's weird that's how Kazar thought the character in the uh, the story would handle this situation. Uh, just gunned down that woman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that wasn't necessarily a plot point in the story he was reading. That's how no, he this, interpreted yeah. it. At this point, he's assuming what the next issue would be, which is just Zap Brannigan just goes ballistic. Yeah, you got to gun her down now. Well, the dame always turned. The dame is always bad. Yeah, there's always a 180 with that's her. Right, but, they, but they never hunted her down. <laughs> well, he. What does he know about writing? What does he know about story structure? He's a fucking caveman. He had a pretty a wide vocabulary. He knew about like uh, the 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 phallic stuff. Yeah, like, that's he knew right, all he about the how uh, men tend to uh, replace their penises with guns. Well, that was the last thing his father told him. Yeah. As he died. Let me show you something you can do. Son, men are going to replace their guns with dicks. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that sounds fucking metal, Dad. Son, let me show you the elephant trick. Oh. What's the elephant trick? He pulls his pockets out. <laughs> uh, I, get, I haven't heard that before. Uh, it's good. That's super that's super old. <laughs> they had a great relationship. I wish I had that relationship. Um so anyway, things kind of go on that way. And then, uh, I mean, there's a couple pages that are kind of just fillery. But uh, then Shauna tries to catch Kazar in a noose. She tries to hang him. Well, she knew he'd be okay because he's been on top of her. So he, he, she knows what's up. They do a lot of choking. They do a lot of choke play. Damn right they do. They got to do something yeah. to fill up the hours. She knows exactly how much he can tolerate. Right. So she tries to like just uh, incapacitate him so she can shove this root down his throat. But instead, he just yanks her off the tree with his <laughs> strength. Uh, so he yanks her down. And then in his hallucinations, Zap Brannigan and Rex have confronted the woman in an alley. And in the real world, Shauna is uh, getting pushed into a cave mm -hmm. where uh, Zabu and uh, Kazar can, uh, I guess, murder her. Mm -hmm. All right. That seems about right. Mm -hmm. God damn. He looks like a psychopath. Look at this. What's going on Twitter? I was about yeah. to say, who's, cool. whose profile Just, picture is that going to be? Uh, ours on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Check the check right the now. Twitter page as you re listen to this podcast. Right now, it's still Mr. T, I think. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Zabu goes to attack Shana, but. No, actually, I don't think Zabu attacks. I think Zabu knows better than to attack. He does, yeah, but, he's just, he just, but he's just following his orders. But then he realizes, like, hey, wait a minute, I'm your dad. <laughs> like, I, you should really kind of be doing what I say. I should be riding you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, uh, Zabu knocks over uh, Kazar and holds him down while Shana throws a root in his mouth and he comes back to reality. And he's like, oh, shit, what happened, dog? She's like, no worries, bro. And they fist bump. I mean, I would think it would still take a couple minutes. Nah, it's all good. I mean, this is the last time I did shrooms. This is exactly what happened. Which was about two hours ago, right? <laughs> it's still wait. Well, it's still kicking in. It's still it's still working its way through. I timed it for when the I timed it for no. when the yeah the show's gonna end right as I'm like really rocking and rolling here. If I am sober for more than five minutes after the end of the podcast, I am pissed. I used to secretly take hallucinogenics before we recorded the show all the time, and nobody oh, knew. Oh, it wasn't so secret. Well, I, there were a few times I did it where you had no idea. I'm sure that's true, but there were a lot of times where you would proudly announce it. I like uh, <laughs> suppressed the grief of my brother's death one time when we were recording. Yeah, I, I that, that, that was a rough one. 
That was one well, you, you probably should have just called it. I didn't know, but I felt did. terrible. Like, it's a bad thing to do. I felt uh, bad it, about it. It was a good uh, exercise in stoicism. <sighs> I mean... I, I I mean you got to live your life. So uh, if you uh, cry in front of somebody else and you're a man, you're done. You you get one occasional cry. Death, you're, close you're, death, you you're get. done. No, you're done. You, your your girl tells you to open up to her, and then once you do, you're done. No, that's not true. Shay, is that true? Yes, it is. Oh God, it's true, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh my God! Yes, it is. Okay. Oh God, I've got to change yeah, sorry, a lot of things. Dude. It's some primal shit. It's that software in the back of your brain you can't help. Oh, like, you can't no. look weak in front of your woman, dude. It don't work. No, it's you. You should open. It's taken you a long time to respond here. You could say different. We we both know what the truth is. Because it was funny. Um, because <laughs> it was funny to stay quiet. No, it's not that you can't open up or something, but yeah, if you, I, I will fully admit, and this is a me thing, this isn't a woman thing yes, necessarily, it is. but like when you're speaking for all women, when, like, 100% of the women on this podcast, so uh, that's that a pretty can, big sample it, size. When it comes to that, that is true. Like mm-hmm. when, when a guy cries, not like cries, like he's upset crying, but like, like the weak little Just whimper cry works whiny bitch. No, like the little, like, yeah, and like, like, you know, like the tears, but like, it's not sobbing. It's just that like little light cry that women get away with fully admit women get away with doing it. But if you're really uh, curious if it's true or not, there's a subreddit about it where women will like go on there and I think it's called like cringe or something like that. Yeah. There are a lot of, there are a couple of cringe subreddits. How about this? How about, how about this though? I'm going to say there is a way that a man can cry and it would be attractive to women. And that's when he turns away, sniffs once and pulls down his Stetson. (laughs) That looks hot as shit, right? No. Women love that. As he's walking away, he walks out of like a creaky bar room and there's one I was about to say, are you just wearing a Stetson or are you a cowboy? Because if you're just wearing a cowboy hat and walking around, you know, Chicago, no, it's not okay. You no. still don't know. I'm the haberdasher. If you're feeling the cry, imagine uh, once upon a time in Hollywood's Brad Pitt is next to you going, all right, uh, quick, don't cry in yeah. front of the Mexicans. Just remember I, that. I, I really need to hire a guy like that. That guy is a loyal mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's okay to cry. No, it isn't. It is not. You do it in your car alone. I no have cried. I have cried in my car alone. That is absolutely true. I'm well, cr- I have. I've cried in your car alone. You're allowed to, Shay. You're a woman. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not sure how you cried in my car alone. When did do you go out there? When do you take my spare set of keys and go and cry in my car without Dude, me knowing she's about the it? Who, she's when I broke your window. What the fuck was this? <laughs> How was that necessary? And you rifled through my my tech bag? She what sure the did. fuck did that have to do with anything? She sure did. Because she saw you cry once. <laughs> <laughs> Show Emma's fucking boss. It was I, it was hormones, James. I just got really really into the crying, and then I I had to punch something. Uh, look look, we can all be woke and modern all we want, but unfortunately, there is some primal fundamental shit that is never gonna go away. Do not cry in front of other people if you're a guy. Don't fucking do it. Even if anyone says it's okay to do it, don't do it. It's a trap. Well, speaking of primal fundamental shit that did go away, does anybody remember letters pages? Do people even remember letters pages anymore? I remember like when I was reading the most modern book that 
I don't know, a lot of modern books still have letters pages. Birthright has it. In, uh, Invincible had it. Why? Because people wrote in. But you have forms for that. Invincibles was great. The the letters would be funny and or the answers. I'm guessing it's probably like the writer or the creative team that's just like I uh. I grew up with that, so I want to have it in my book. Oh, it's like when Conan wanted to host the Tonight Show. It's like why? It hasn't been good in 20 years. Uh, dude, that whole format isn't good. Yeah, it's gotten old. Um, it's all Joe anyway. Rogan podcast now. It's all that people want. <laughs> then we've got a backup story, Tales of Zabu of Kith and Kin, also written by Bruce Jones, art by Val Majorek, and someone with the last name of Parker. It's not properly credited. There's not much to say about this one. Uh, it's about, um, yeah, it's about... Uh, 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 I Kabu. Zabu? Maybe Zabu. Kabu. Zab is Zabu's adventures Xanadu. in babysitting. Yes. Z- Xanadu's adventures in babysitting. Damn, that would have uh, been a really great joke if I pulled it off. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving it that way in the edit. Um, so, yeah, this is just a little Oh, I see how it up. is. Fix your jokes, but not mine. I see That's, how it is. That's what I do. That's why nobody wants to hear the original raw files of this shit. He's um, trying to make you cry, Mike. No, Good I, luck. I, Stoicism. I do my best to clean us all I did up, a comedy which... podcast during a close personal death. Good luck, yeah. America, trying to top that shit. Yeah, you should have called that one in. Still, I actually, I have an ex that did that. Did a comedy podcast after their brother died? Did a comedy show after his grandmother died. And didn't oh, that's anybody. not the same. Well, Weird Al Yankovic went on stage a few minutes after finding out that his parents had died of... Uh, carbon monoxide uh, poisoning. Carbon monoxide poisoning. How was his show? It was fantastic. Best show he ever did. He wishes right, they could so have died earlier. I'm going to go with Weird Al wins. Weird Al wins this terrible, terrible competition. I wish my parents would have died when I was struggling. This really upped my game. So in this story, we can breeze past this. Uh, Zabu is attacked by a crocodile, but he kills it. And the entire time, he's, he's, he's having the same thought pattern that uh, every teenager has for they're about to abort their fetus. Yes. Maybe he's thinking, maybe I should kill the young man that I live with. Because I guess like uh, uh, Zabu uh, had a mate and cubs, but the, the human tribes came by one day and murdered them all. No, other way around. He was the cub. Yeah, he was the oh, cub. he was the cub. Oh, and yeah. he was adorable. Look yeah, at this look guy. At yeah, that's given Demo a run for his money. Oh, yeah, my cat Demo looks very much like a little, uh, little Zabu. He's adorable. We got to get a good picture up. But you robbed poor Demo of his weapons. Uh, no, I did not declaw him. His I know. still got all of his claws and stuff. Absolutely would not yeah. declaw him. It's bad. Don't declaw your cats, people. It's bad. Yeah, it, don't. It, just don't have a yeah. cat if it's a problem. You don't yeah, have if, to if have one. If you can't one. live with the cat, then you don't get to have a cat. Simple as I that. Kind of, I kind of feel that way about spaying and neutering him, though, too. I don't think well, it's fair. If they're going to be an it's, indoor it's, cat. It can be a health thing. Like with, like with bunnies. Like with bunnies, you have to do it or else they'll get cancer. They don't know what they want necessarily. No. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. If I ever had, like, a pet, it would be, like, because I live in the woods and I have a dog that comes and goes, he pleases. Look, if you heard how much this cat purrs, you'd know this would be the life you would have chose. Yeah, well, I mean. I'm going to go rub my face on him. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's finish this up so we go. (laughs) I'm going to go design an ice dildo. Yes, that's all our projects. Nice. Those are our projects for Look the Look at the alien the dildos finish. and get some inspiration about uh, yeah. where like, they deposit the eggs. <laughs> I've seen a few videos of chubby ladies riding those tentacles. No, no, the ones where it looks like they're inseminating you. What? Oh, all right. All right, I'll can look you into get that. A, can you get a custom-made dildo? Like, custom, yes. Because I know you yeah. can. Oh, yeah. You can buy. We could buy two kits right now, and you guys could make them. 
They got uh, they got giant monster uh, dildos that have a pump and a hose with fake cum. Yeah. That's great. Or the but, alien one has little gooey eggs that you insert in your vagina. Right. Yeah. But you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I know that I can take a cast of my penis and have that turned into a dildo. Yeah, but, but nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I mean, I kind of do, but nobody else wants that. But if you have an irregular shaped vagina, can you get a cast of the inside of your vagina and then have that turned into a dildo that'll perfectly stimulate you? I wouldn't recommend that. Probably not, but I bet you could ultrasound it and build it that uh, way. They do make fake asses and fake vaginas based off of porn stars that you can buy. They yeah. do. Joanna Angel has one. Uh-huh. Go get that um, Riley Reed one. Yeah. That way you can make um, your own memes. Yeah. Let me go I'm gonna work on some CAD files. I'm going to open up Blender and get to work tonight. Anyway, um, so then Zabu is thinking, yeah, uh, a bunch of humans killed my family. Maybe I shouldn't be raising another one. Right, and this kid's burying his dad right before yeah. he has to record a podcast. <laughs> All right, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was, that good, was good. Congratulations. Um, so a young Kazar uh, has clothes and dresses like a normal civilized man. But at some point when he became an adult, he decided, uh, fuck that and went straight loincloth. Well, they're the only pair of well, he clothes he had. Out. Yeah, yeah, I grew them. Yeah, I grew those clothes. Yeah, I guess so. Not every child was already six foot three, James. Nah. I was. I was six feet tall at twelve, and then stopped growing. What did we? What did we fail to talk about, Mike? Well, the, the, the artwork in this comic book is pretty good. It is. It's good. True. It's a good comic book. Usually, it's the first thing we bring up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no you're right. It is. Good. I mean, like, well, it's it's good standard comic book art. It's nothing crazy. It's very much of the time, but it's good. Yeah, there's a, it, well, it's, it's very much a showing of the, the, the artwork of Marvel at the time. Everything was usually pretty consistent, and uh, you could easily tell what was happening while still retaining a certain level of detail. Right. Well, I'm loving this pterodactyl monster. Yeah. Like, that looks great. He looks fantastic. Where's his feathers? So, that, inaccurate. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the Savage Land. It's not technically a pterodactyl. It's whatever lives in the Savage Land. Right. It's been it a long time. To... Yeah, it changed. Well, they right. said dinosaurs, didn't um, they? Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about the Savage Lands. We already forgot the beginning of the comic. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, Zabu goes to attack uh, Kazar, and it looks like he might kill him, but it turns out he's just defending him from this pterodactyl monster. It looks like he's like shaking his fist at the pterodactyl. It does. <laughs> you get out of here now. You get going. Get, you go. out, get out of here. He's you got a broom. Know. Get off of my lawn. You get out of here. You get out. What would your mother say? Um, and so uh, they decide, yeah, yeah, uh, let's just be friends forever. And then they walk away from Kazar's father's grave. Mm-hmm. The note. So on you know, pr- Stephen Plunder. God, Stephen what a Plunder. Chad name Wish. died in the Savage Land with a son. <laughs> yeah. That's how oh, you go, God. folks. That's about it. Uh, it's just you know your regular bullpen specials, bullshit that Stan Lee would write or Jim Shooter lots would write ex- these lots little of things. Lots of Excelsiors and Nuffsheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was yeah, and Jim Shooter was at her at the time. Jim Shooter, who famously started his career in comics when he was like twelve or thirteen years old, that name's he submitted. Not real. His name's not really Jim Shooter. It's absolutely Jim Shooter. And uh, no, he, was, he changed it to that. He changed it to Jim Shooter. He wasn't born. No one's born Jim Shooter. No one's that cool. Um, I think that's all we had here. Uh, what do we think of this? Uh, great. Uh, I liked the, it. Uh, Ten stars, I guess, is my thing. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah whatever. Shay, I like, I like Marvel. Yeah, yeah, uh, five stars. Okay, I mean, you don't have to rate it. It seems like you guys are really, really bothered. Well, not so much Mike; he just gives ten to everything. But Shay, it seems like you're really bothered by having to come with a rating system. But I remind you, you don't have to. I liked it. 
All right, then. <laughs> she gave it five Stan Lees. Uh, I get uh, four out of five roaring Samoldan cubs. They're adorable. They're trying Aww, to roar. Aw, you should have gotten some of Demo. Yeah, he sounded a lot. They sound a lot like Demo. Um, no, he's been crying on. The, he's been on the podcast before. He uh, he got a couple uh, meows in the podcast before. He's not getting any credit. Nope, <laughs> no, 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 God, no. When we set up that Patreon and get that $7 a month, he's not getting cut in. Um, closing plugs. You can hit us up with your requests at Darkside's Couch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can listen and subscribe on Spotify, Google Play Podcasts, or at DarkSidesCouch.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike, what are we doing next time? Uh, we're doing Strange Adventures number something. I got it right here. I think it's 52. 52. Oh, right. The cover is like of, of uh, giant parrots uh, having a man pet. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this book's about. We don't know anything about it. It's an issue of strange adventures. It's probably racist. Yeah. Once again, we did nothing to look in to see if it was racist or not. It is a white man in a cage, so it might be a metaphor for QAnon. Yeah. That, that might be what that is. Um, I mean, they're not it's wrong. Written, no, it's actually it's written by Ethan Van Schreiber. Written by what? I didn't hear that. The, isn't that the comic book guy? Ethan Van, Van Schreiber? Van Schreiber? Oh, the yeah. the well, DC guy a... that got fired. Now he's all part of like the fucking incel comic community. He's Good for a... him. I'm glad, he, I'm glad he landed on his feet. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do some research on that. <laughs> um, but I think that's it. Uh, I think we're done. Anybody got anything else they want to add? Man, if you ever want to save your relationship, you just need to live in a jungle with your girl and always look cool. Shay? Um... I got nothing. All right. Oh, and uh, don't cry in front of people. There you don't, go. Don't don't do it. Bailed you out on that one, Shay. Uh, thanks, Mike. Ta-ta for now, Christian Crusaders. And we'll talk to you next time on the couch. The living room was still stuffy from last night's cigars. I was thinking about that dame upstairs and the way she had looked at me. And I wanted to see her again, close. I wasn't long, was I? <laughs>